And the thing I found is when you go through difficult times, God gives you amazing grace. He doesn't give it to you before you need it. He gives it to you when, but you have to watch for it. Welcome to another episode of iRefresh Ministries, where we're ordinary women who desire to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer in God's Word. I have with me a dear friend, Julie Wilson. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I am so delighted. You're a dear friend of Veronica Scott, one of our prayer team uh, founders as well. And when we got to meet a while back, I'm like, what an amazing woman of God. Mm. And so I would love, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, Okay. and then we'll just get into an incredible story you were sharing with me. Okay, I'd love to. So I'm Julie Wilson, and I have been married to my husband, Jim, for 39 years. We have three sons. Um, two are married, and so I have two wonderful daughters-in-law, daughters, daughters -in -law, and then I have four grandchildren. And um, the things I really enjoy doing, I love to mentor young women. I have six mentees right now. My husband and I do a lot of marriage mentoring and have done some premarital counseling with couples, but we love to share our experiences of how to have a healthy, happy marriage with young people as they're starting out. And I also work with speakers for Stonecroft Ministries and do events uh, for them that are basically an outreach to the unreached within reach. So, That's and I love to travel. Oh, yes. We you love have some to fun travel. places you travel yes. to. Yes. Talking about. Yes. You and I were talking yesterday, and we said that a lot of people in the past, especially in the past several years, have gone through mm -hmm. some very mm -hmm. difficult, challenging right. experiences. And it's kind of like we are surprised when we go through those things, but mm -hmm. the word says that we should not be surprised when we encounter man many trials. Yes. And so because of right. that, you know that God has given us a way of doing it the right way. Right. That you can go through difficult things and do it well. And so I think that's one of the things that I've really learned in the past two years and that God has taught me is to how to go through difficult situations well. And so I've had two major experiences in my life. Right. So the first occurred when I was about 26 years old and I had my first son and we Started out perfectly fine, and I took him in for a six-week well baby check. And when the doctor started to examine him, he said, I feel a mass in his stomach. Wow. And I remember thinking, I don't like the word mass. That doesn't sound good not to me. Sound. No, not <laughs> and so um, it ended up that he did have cancer. And That's so, incredible. yes, a I, little six-week-old baby. That. I know. And I, it was my first child. And wow. so, yeah, That'd so I had been a Christian since the time I was about 11, mm -hmm. but that was my first real experience at trusting God for a long-term situation. Right. I mean, I could trust God for a test, you know what I mean? Small. Little things, right. mm -hmm. but that was a big thing. And so I remember sitting in the hospital and thinking, you know, this isn't going to be over quickly. And that's what we want. When we're going through a difficult time, we want it over yeah. as quickly as possible. Next week at the latest. Right. right. That's right. And God answer it right now. Right. And that's mm -hmm. not what was going to happen. And so what God taught me in that was to walk with him every day. 
you know, it says, I'll give you your daily bread. Well, that's mm. just not food. It's everything you need for so, that day. Let me ask you, because so many people, they struggle with bad news, bad, yes. bad reports. Yes. In that moment, do you recall mm. is like, how did you process that? Because you could choose fear, anxiety, and anger towards God. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, but what? What was it in how you were raised, maybe, or what caused you to respond or react when you got that news? Well, you know, it's funny that you're asking me this because mm -hmm. when I share my actual testimony, that's one of the things I talk about, mm -hmm. is you would think that my first reaction would be to just start to panic or to right. be fearful. Right. But I remember I had an overwhelming sense of peace that mm -hmm. came over me, that God was right with me. And that he had not left me and that he wasn't surprised by this. That's amazing. And I remember thinking, like, why did that happen? And the thing I found is when you go through difficult times, God gives you amazing grace. He doesn't give it to you before you need it. Right. He gives it to you when, but you have to watch for it. And right. so I remember in that moment, mm -hmm. sensing his peace stronger than I'd ever felt it in my entire life. And I thought, okay. I don't know what's going to happen, but God, I'm going to trust you through this. Mm -hmm. So we had about eight months of up and down. Okay. And I remember God speaking to me and saying, do you want to ride a roller coaster or would you like me to ha handle this? And wow. because it's very easy to get on an emotional roller coaster mm -hmm. when you go yeah. through, especially cancer, yeah. because you're living from one report to the next. Yes. You sometimes have to wait. I remember thinking, OK, my phone's going to ring and I'll find out if things are better or worse than they were before. Mm -hmm. And at that point, am I going to be a slave to that or am I just going to trust? And leave it with the Lord yeah. and realize that no matter what it is, he already knows what it is and he has a plan. He's already ahead of me. Yeah. And um, so anyhow, as it turns out, my son is now 35 years old, perfectly healthy. Amazing. And, um, and you know, we had several times we almost lost him. And I remember thinking to myself, I, in fact, I just was speaking with one of my mentees that's going through a difficult time right now with okay. a child. And I said to her, you know, you almost have to go think, okay, if the worst happened, mm -hmm. could I, would I be okay? And so once I did that and thought, you know what, if Josh doesn't make it, will it be okay? Will God still be there? Will he still provide? Will he take mm -hmm. care of me? And I knew in the core of my being, wow. the answer to that was yes. So that was the time that fear, I lost all fear because I thought, you know what? I've already kind of mentally faced the worst possible situation right. and it was, it's going to be okay. And what so a beautiful thing though, that you, that was what you, you made that choice that you started in that pathway at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. And you didn't have to, you no. know, because so many people go into panic mode or overwhelmed yes. with the emotions yes. that follow what naturally, because it's seems hopeless. It does. Yes. And yet, what a reminder for us to know what is the promises of God. Right. Because God's word is powerful and effective when yes. we speak into our circumstances and believe that his word is so true. That is so true. Mm -hmm. And you realize when you're in a situation like that, how much the word of God brings comfort. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, at that point, once I decided that the worst possible thing that could happen is that Josh would go to be with Jesus. You know, I, I was okay with that. And I thought, you know what? I'm just mm -hmm. going to live every day. I'm basically going to get up every morning and do what I can mm -hmm. as his mother. I can't heal him. Mm 
I can't, I, this is out of my control. And I will tell you, I am a control freak. I was going to say, that's the so, hardest for people who like course. to be able to yes. take what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh I so can organize. I can yes. do, I'm a CPA. I, everything yes. fits in the little columns right. and everything. This was not in my control and I knew it. And it, I could have been frustrated mm-hmm. by that, but it does no good. So I'm just like, right. I just got to let it be. And so, um, but I will tell you in the midst of that, another thing I learned was mm-hmm. to look up and look beyond me and what I was going through and what my family was going through and look around. Why am I here? God is not a, he's not a mean God. <laughs> he yes. loves us. We have to understand he is nothing but good and loving. He cannot be anything else. Mm -hmm. So if he has me in this situation, there's a purpose. And it's probably beyond me. So what does he have me here for? So then I started thinking about all the nurses and the doctors, Mm -hmm. the other parents that had sick children in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Like, are these people that God wants me to reach while I'm here? Because I can speak to them now. Um, A person may have empathy. Like if you go up and you're visiting somebody in the hospital and they've got a sick child, you can have empathy. But if you're sitting there with them, with your sick child, then you have some sort of, um, you're on the same playing field. You don't, I don't think you have to have a lot of dialogue because you already know when you're in that same place. Yeah. With the treatment or whatever you're walking through the appointments, there's just that unspoken word of, I feel Yes. And I know what you're walking through. Right. Which is such a powerful testimony because the way in which you operated was in faith and trust in God, which is like, what would you say to someone who's on the other side of that and they would like to get to where you're at? Like, what, how would you encourage you, you know, as you mentor people, how do you help them to shift that thought process? Because you're looking at it from the way God's perspective is. Yes. What is God's purpose in all things? Mm-hmm. He doesn't put it on us. No, no. But you're looking at God. It's the divine encounters that you're having. Yes. Like you're going to meet the nurses, the doctors, right. which is so profound that we look beyond ourselves. Oh, and that's such a freeing thing. Mm. When you are not yes. focused on yourself, it frees you to actually mm. be part of a miracle in somebody else's life, possibly. Right. And that gets you excited and um, kind of joining God in what he's already doing type of right. thing. Yes. But um, I actually have a six-year journal that I've kept. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, so for every day like today, I have 2015, 16, 17, all the way to 2022. And I write maybe two or three sentences about what I'm doing, what I'm praying about, what I'm concerned about. And when I look back every year at all the years and what was really bothering me at that time, I realize, you know what? That wasn't a big deal. God, God mm-hmm. took care of that. Wow. And so that has given me so much more confidence wow. to trust God, just that little exercise. And so that I think it, it's a great place to start mm-hmm. because a lot of times, and people think, well, I could never keep up with that or whatever. It's really not that difficult. Yeah, and when you say two sentences, yeah. That's manageable. It, put it, that in my day planner. And, and you look yeah. back and you go, okay, I was really concerned about that. Mm-hmm. And look what God did. And so I think that's a really good tool for somebody. Yeah. Um, I think the more you really know God's character, 
like instead of just knowing about God, but knowing his character and being able to trust his character. Mm -hmm. To me, that is that helps your default to be to trust God instead of to fear. Um, and so I think for me, that has been something mm-hmm. I have invested in reading God's word every day mm-hmm. and spending time with him yes. and getting to know him. And so when something happens and I think, wow, what is going on? That doesn't seem fair. That doesn't seem real or whatever. I can default back to know that God is, he cares for me. He loves me and he's not going to put something on me that he's not going to equip me there. to go through. And so I think that to me is, and as we were up there at the hospital and started seeing other parents, it gave us a chance to model for them. Like Mm. they would see us waiting for a test and we would say, you know what? And and you don't have to be weird about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can let somebody eavesdrop in on your life without preaching at them. Right. And And that's because nobody wants preaching. No, right. No, but they, they don't, they like to eavesdrop. And so you say, well, for me, I spend mm-hmm. time with God and I pray and he's giving me peace that I d- could never have on my own. And then it's like, can I be praying for your son or your daughter or whatever? And that's it's just, true. you know, that's kind of the way. That's really hopeful. Yeah. You know, when you know that someone will stand in with you. Yes. For what you're believing for. Mm-hmm. I, I think saved or not saved. Yes. No, I agree. Which is, is an amazing experience. I remember walking up to a total stranger who was getting ready to check me out at a store and she looked very heavy laden and mm. I just made a comment. I said, how are you? She's mm. like, well, I have to go back to see if I'm still <sighs> cancer free. And I just looked over, obviously you're not going to be preaching. And I said, you know, I'm going to stand with you. I'm believing that you're cancer free yes. for good. And you know, I didn't pray over her. I just, our words you, are so powerful. Yes. Right? You gave her hope. And it was speaking that life and mm-hmm. faith in with her that it totally changed her countenance. So I'm like, God, how good is it when you orchestrate our pathway to make sure that we can speak hope into someone's life? Yes. To look to him. Right. And and then find like, okay, I need to have that faith stirred up in me. Isn't it great how we can have that when other people can stir it up when we have those moments where yes. we just have maybe had a rough day? But then we can have an appointment with someone, un, un, you know, unexpected. Right. And it'd be just the thing that they needed to receive. And we also get to be a recipient. Well, it's like Jesus said he was going to give us living water. And mm-hmm. the thing that I've been to the Dead Sea mm-hmm. and yeah. it's stagnant, you know, and a lot of times I think we as Christians, we fill ourselves up with God's word. We go to Bible studies, we listen and, and we feed, feed, feed. And if we are not actively giving out, we will get stagnant. Yes, true. And it's, it's living water is supposed to be given out. And which so, is the representative of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Water, that's which right. It means flow, river. Yes. River. And right. he is filling us every day. Not okay. once a week, but every day with what we're going to need for that day. Mm-hmm. And then that gives us opportunities to start looking around at the lady at the grocery store that looks right. like she's downcast. Right. And it's not hard to find people that are downcast right now. You're exactly there right. are a lot of people as, that are really heavy right mm-hmm. now. And so, um, anyhow. So good. So, I think it's powerful, too. And because you said you had two different adventures. Yes. So share with them as well is... In your younger life as a mother dealing with it, but you also had to deal with it on the other side of, yes. of your mother. Yes. So about um, 
12 years ago, my mom started acting a little differently, and she even knew something was wrong, but we thought it was medication. Mm -hmm. And so we have never had Alzheimer's in our family. That wasn't on our radar. Mm -hmm. But um, it became more and more apparent to me that she had something significant mm -hmm. wrong. And after a lot of prodding, mm -hmm. um, taking her to doctors, we she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Wow. Now, my mom was a strong believer and stood on the word, um, did all that she could. And as she continued to decline, um, we had an opportunity as a family to decide how we were going to go through this. Okay. You know, we knew what it could be like. And we also realized that God was sending us into a very dark place to be a light. And so um, after a period of about four years it became impossible for my dad to care for her in the mm -hmm. home. And so we moved her into a facility. Well, as soon as we got in there, um, we got to know a lot of the people that were there and a lot of the families. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that we had opportunities that we would never have had, mm -hmm. had my mother not had Alzheimer's. But that was a completely different thing where I was out of control because I didn't know from one day to the next who I was going to be seeing. Now, I will tell you that one of the things we prayed when my mom was diagnosed is that she would never dishonor herself or God through this. Wow. And we prayed that the, that the spirit of Jesus living in her would be stronger than the disease. And it Amen. was. Her Amen. spirit was in pe at peace with Jesus. Um, I know even when she couldn't speak, she didn't know who any of us were. She was never um, unsettled. Mm -hmm. She never had the, um, I heard people say they have hallucinations. She never had any of that. Wow. She was at complete peace. So even though it was a very dreadful disease, yes. God, the spirit of Jesus in her was stronger. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and people said, well, it's so sad. You know, were you just broken hearted every time you'd see her? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing that I kept thinking was, God, this life is so short right. and I will have eternity with her and we will have so much fun together in eternity. Mm -hmm. So for this little clip of time, can we be used? Will you let, it's like God says, will you let me use you right now for this little clip of time? And I will tell you, it was the most um, compelling um, experience to walk with her through that. And to see Jesus every day in her mm. and to know that our spirits were still connected. So it's beautiful. Anyhow, I, I remember having a very similar experience because my mom had dementia. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it's amazing how the power of the presence of God flows through our, our mothers that he would raise them up, obviously, and they would get their healing mm -hmm. on the other side of it. But it's the beautiful testimony of being intentional in those moments and, yes. and cherishing them, even when it is most difficult. Yes. You know, I would love for you just to tell our listeners and just recapping, what is it you want them to take away um, just to, in, in the hard places that they're maybe going through right now? What can they um, just take hold of to reaffirm to them that God is present, He does mm -hmm. hear them, and that, yes. you, they, that He can trust, okay. that you can trust? I can tell you. God loves you. He loves you. And he can be trusted. And even if you are in a terribly dark situation, it's not beyond hope. You will have hope that you can't explain. You will have peace 
Joy is not happiness. Joy is coming from your relationship with God. And so what I would say to you is dig in closer, dig in closer to God. Let him walk you through every minute, not even every day, every minute. When you feel like you're overwhelmed, he's standing there waiting to take the burden from you. He can't, he can't take it from you. You have to give it to him. So when you're overwhelmed and you feel like I can't do this, you're right. You can't. (laughs) He wants, he wants to help us and you can live an abundant life and you can be a light and a witness for him even more in a dark place than you can when you're having a great time. I mean, we can all be witnesses all the time. We'd rather be a witness. Exactly. Oh yeah. But, but God will use you. Pick up your eyes, look around and see where he's working and why he has you there. There's a purpose. Find the purpose and find the joy. That's that's so good. <laughs> find the purpose and the joy. You know, Julie, it's so, such a powerful message of that you chose to trust God in the midst. And, you know, dear friends, we just want to encourage you that if you're struggling in that, please mm-hmm. connect with us on yes. irefresh.net. We also have a community in irefresh um, that you could reach out to us. Our heart is to pray for you. We also do personalized prayer. We can even Zoom call if you're not uh, here in the Oklahoma area. Our heart for you is to to ride the ways that God allows you. He didn't put it on you, but he will help you, guide you. He always gets us to the other side. We both have had experiences where we've walked through very hard times, both of us with our mothers mm-hmm. and other loved ones. And we can say that the word of God is true. Mm-hmm. He does not leave or forsake us. Uh, he's always present in the midst. And so one thing that I love that you've also said, Julie, is that you're in the word daily. Mm-hmm. That's it's, And you know what thing you just said that I loved is about community. Mm-hmm. Put community around you. Put people yes. around you that believe and will stand with you. Right. Don't hang around negative people. Like totally that walk away. Yeah. You don't need any more negativity. No, no. So find people that have a strong faith Mm -hmm. and can stand with you and build community with you and walk you through this. Yeah. It's so so important. So we're so grateful, Julie. Thank you for coming. Oh, I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. What a great (laughs) testimony. We're so grateful. So stay tuned for another episode. We are so glad that you are connected with us. Be sure to share this because it's a powerful way to help people be encouraged in their walk with the Lord.